Things are about to get spooky on episode three of You Wouldn't Get It. As always, my name is Christian Barzi. I'm here with Easton Roadhouse. And today we are going to be discussing our first episode of Conspiracy Theories. Take it away, Easton. Well, what an honor. Yeah, so uh, we threw this out at the end of the last podcast. We just kind of went for it. And it's an episode that we... uh, had decided that even before the podcast we were going to be doing. So we're very excited about this one. Um, This episode, we're going to be talking about just conspiracy theories in general. We're not necessarily going to dive too deep into any of them, um, but just kind of the implications, some of the major ones. And then if you follow us on social media, which we should, or which you should, we tweeted out a poll, um, got some votes on it got some good results so we're going to discuss those as well and without further ado let's uh let's get into it barzy let's get into it that's right so what we really wanted to kick off with and easton covered it this episode is more generally about conspiracy theories not one more so specific than other but conspiracy theories in general have been huge in society and they've become even bigger with social media and just kind of what we talked about last week information just being able to spread so much easier and whether that being false information fake information fake news if you must um it's just it's really easy to spread information now in this world that we live in yeah no definitely and i like you kind of brought up like a lot of people kind of think of conspiracy theories as this silly concept you know the majority of people don't really bite into the majority of them, I would say, but they're fun. They're fun to talk about. And Mm -hmm. some of them more than others, um, definitely have a little more factual basis behind them as far Mm -hmm. as, um, you know, some of these conspiracies actually have books out about them where people have, you know, delved in 300 pages to try and prove this. So, I mean, a lot of them you could really make an argument for, um, and should we get to our uh, our poll results? Yeah, fire up the poll results. Fire them up. So we uh, we asked you guys what the most intriguing conspiracy was to you, and we gave out seven options. Um, I know there's plenty more options than that, but what we got was um, Area 51 coming in as the number one spot. It's the most intriguing conspiracy to everyone. And it is a classic one because, you know, this is one that ages back decades, Mm -hmm. maybe even centuries, honestly, when you in terms of people, you know, thinking that aliens have either visited this planet or they exist, what have you. But Area 51, um, that came in at the number one spot. The Reptilian Society, crazy (laughs) enough. Was um, so it actually percentage wise, since we had to split it into two polls, it got more percentage of the vote on that second poll. But since the first one had more votes, um, we're gonna go ahead and say that it finished in a safe second place. But yeah. still, I mean, that's uh, that's definitely one of the more bizarre ones. So kind of crazy that all you goons out there were voting for that one. Um, but we continue. JFK assassination and Tupac still being alive did pretty well. 
Um, mm-hmm. The moon landing was by far the least voted. So not many people are Which buying into the fact shocked. that it is. And I think that, and, and that's on me. I will take this one because I think that I okay. worded that the wrong way. Um, okay. Because part of the people not believing that we landed on the moon stems from the flat earth conspiracy, right? So that's, yeah. I mean, that's one of the biggest ones out there. The earth is flat. We didn't land on the moon. And uh, my good old co-host Christian Barzi has a, a thing or two to say about this flat earth group. I, uh, so I guess you'd call it going undercover. I went undercover on Facebook because Facebook is uh, it's one of those social media areas on the internet where you can find all spectrums of individuals and all spectrums of ideas. So I joined a group called the Flat Earth Society with 68,000 followers. And, you know, I thought I'd throw out some questions get to the bottom of this whole flat earth thing. So the question I asked stemmed from the idea as to whether or not anyone had ever fallen off of the earth. And if there was any like documented evidence of that, or just if anyone has been to the edge of the earth, because you would think if the earth is flat, that would lend credence to the idea that, well, there's an edge to the earth that you can fall off of. Right. Well, I got a couple ideas or a couple responses that got me got me thinking a little bit. So first and foremost, the first re- response said, this one creeped me out. They fell with their documents and they never returned. So it's like... <laughs> It's like a poem almost, and it was kind of formatted in a haiku way. So it was like they fell, paragraph, with their documents, paragraph, and never returned. So it was really trying to trip me out a little bit. Uh, Another comment said that there is a layer of ice 200 to 300 feet around the, the Earth, and that's like what Antarctica is. That's why no one's ever been to Antarctica or like really truly explored it. It's because it's actually the edge of the Earth, and there's a 200 to 300 mile ice sheet that goes off into space. And I thought that was an interesting idea. <laughs> um, it almost had me convinced, honestly. So that was the first. You to convince. Yeah, you could say that. Um, so that was the first bit of digging I did. And honestly, I kind of love this. I, I feel like in the future, I'm going to move towards doing this more often because I feel like you can get some crazy responses, some kind of cool ideas that we can talk about. Um, but like I said, that was the biggest one I got 200 to 300 mile ice sheet that is around this flat surface that we live on called earth. So think about this and this by far, I shouldn't say by far, but this is one of the most bought into conspiracies, not just in terms of sheer numbers that the movement has, but in the amount that people are willing to really delve into it and and try to prove to you that the earth is indeed flat Uh and you know this this really spears out into the celebrity world too there's a lot of notable celebrities that buy into this flat earth um conspiracy one most recently notable is Kyrie irving right so he uh came out and said this and and he really received a lot of backlash especially from a lot of uh 
teachers and professors who have, you know, students who are fans of Kyrie who sort of bought into this whole flat earth thing just because their favorite player was saying it. And, you know, again, it goes back to this whole implications of these conspiracies. Um, you know, when someone in, in a place of power says a, an outlandish statement like that, it can actually go a long way. So it's it's an interesting group, to say the least. So it's actually really interesting. I did a little bit of research on the topic, and there was actually a journal article that was released 2013 in Psychological Science. That's the name of the journal, and it was written by Stephen Lewandowski. Basically, he argued that his findings proved that those with, I guess, in broader terms, a mental instability of some sort are more likely to either buy into a cult-like atmosphere or a conspiracy belief atmosphere. And basically, like, come to think of it, Kyrie has documented his issues with anxiety and mental health and depression. And the so this journal obviously goes into a much more scientific uh, thing that I'm kind of saying right now. We could even link it in things that we're discussing on Twitter. But it was a super interesting read and just discusses that idea that these conspiracies are almost they're kind of like cult like you can get a group of people with just beliefs that maybe they're not the most backed by evidence but at the end of the day it's about having that core group of people that believe in something even if it does seem outlandish for sure and i mean i think that's really with all of them the whole goal for these groups and you're right it is cult-like but it's to basically get a main point and then if you can develop some sort of argument that has things that could either be construed as facts or maybe it even does have a few facts behind it to basically get the attention of someone. And then once these groups have that attention, it's just like, bang, they're going to yes. feed like sharks. They're going to keep dumping this information on uh-huh. you. So you almost get overwhelmed and you're, you know, like you said, if you're kind of a, a person who's more, uh, I don't know the right word to say here, but easy to fall into the trap. (laughs) Um, Then they've got you because the second you buy into it, these get a lot of these guys that come up with this are actually intelligent in the sense that they really do know how to persuade people one way or the other. Um, And obviously, you know, we talked about the flat earth one being one of the big ones. And I think it's because like, you know, the average person hasn't been to space. So can the average person prove that there is space? Not really. Now, can we rely on the smartest scientists in the world? Can we rely on, you know, NASA, modern technology that shows us all of these images? Yeah, 99% sure we can. But if you even have the slightest doubt, this group is going to snatch you like it's no one's business. I'm honestly pretty surprised that after you joined this group, and I know you probably thought about it, but don't say something foolish. Well, no, I, I mean, I was fully expecting to come onto this after you'd told me you'd done that and you were going to come out as a flat earther. I really was. And I'm sorry, but you know, you, your mind can be persuaded, right? All I'm going to say is, you know, there's a clear thing we got going on here into the fact that I think 
I don't think you give me enough credit. I don't think you give me enough credit when it comes to the stuff, Easton. And hey, I appreciate the ratings you've given me at the end of the first and second episode because, you know, they show that there's at least some respect there. But I'm a little worried that at the end of this one, the Christian rating for the episode is going to be low. And I'm, I'm talking really low. Well, and here, here's what I think is happening a little bit, Christian. And I want okay, you to I'm listen listening. close. Yeah, right. I'm listening. Yeah. Um, so if I were to say, speak to someone that has a lot more authority or power than me, it's just natural that I'm going to kind of pander to what they're saying because I want to okay, make them yeah. feel good, right? Because like, yeah. I, I want to be to that level. So like, if I got invited on Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, I'm going to probably mostly agree with Joe Rogan because it's Joe Rogan and, you know, I'm, I'm not that. And it's sort of the same thing with you is what I'm thinking. Like, okay. you know, you just want, you want me to, to like you and to enjoy having you, yeah. you know, yeah, as a of podcast co-host. So I think that's a little bit of what's going on. Again, I don't know. It could get a little wild this episode. See, here's the thing. It's, it's crazy because that's a conspiracy in its own right. That is that is just a complete conspiracy. That's you making something up with no backing, no evidence whatsoever. And that's the thing you're gonna run with it because you are so confident that that's actually the case. You couldn't be more confident. And it's funny because you you mentioned the idea of conspiracies being just about fun. And at the end of the day, I think the whole idea of they're fun to look into things, be a little skeptical about things is. The reason why most people get involved with conspiracies in general. Sure. See, so like moving so uh, near the end of it, we, we're going to do a segment where we break down a couple of conspiracies that we think may be more plausible than others. And I had a lot of fun looking into this stuff because it's just like finding these ideas that are so outlandish but actually have some evidence, if that's what you want to call it, to them is it's interesting. And that's the thing about conspiracies. All these conspiracies have evidence on the surface that looks like it could make a lot of sense. But then once you dig a little deeper into that evidence, you realize that it's just it's it's fake news. Yeah, fake. Sure. So I guess with that, Barzi, what are uh if you had to vote on the polls that we put out, okay, yeah, and, and we're gonna we're gonna get into this a little more later with you know the chart we're gonna do. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, did you vote on the poll? And second of all, if you did, what did you vote? And if you didn't, what would you have voted? Yeah, and why? So I did not vote, and this and is I'm a great talking, question. Just real quick, I'm talking the most intriguing to you. So. Again, not what we're getting into later to the most believable. What is the uh-huh. most intriguing? Yeah, so I like that you asked this question. I did not vote, but this was an easy one for me. And you probably would not expect this to be my answer. But the Bigfoot conspiracy, and honestly, just any cryptid experience, conspiracy in general, whether it be the Loch Ness Monster, whether it be any other, you know, the Jersey Devil, whatever they, there's, there's so many of them. Just the idea, even it's kind of similar to like the idea of ghosts. It's the idea of there being stuff out there that we haven't discovered yet. Things that we have no awareness of that are just so different than everything we know. That is, it's super interesting to me. And I, the, like, the idea of Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster or ghosts have been around forever. 
Uh, these are things. This is really one of those conspiracies that's existed forever. And it's just because these kind of things are super intriguing to people. So, yes, Bigfoot would probably have been the most intriguing to me, even though there's like no evidence whatsoever of Bigfoot. There's like right. one fake video, but still super cool. Well, interestingly enough, actually, in my hometown where I grew up, Pocatello, Idaho, okay. Idaho State University has an entire museum dedicated to Bigfoot. No way. They have an entire museum, and they've, they've got basically everyone who's ever tried to make some sort of evidence, they've got that in there. And they're, okay. they're not outwardly claiming that he's real, right? But they, it's, I mean, it's a cool little walkthrough. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think you probably picked the most boring conspiracy. Uh, oh. So I asked for the most intriguing <laughs> yeah, you didn't you didn't really go there um i think bigfoot's yep. a little boring Loch Ness monster boring you know if it Come comes on, out there it's yeah. nessie nessie yeah. iconic no <laughs> it doesn't do it I mean, for you huh no it really doesn't um and i think if you're to go that route with the unknown i think you got to go area 51 because i you know to me aliens are a bigger deal than bigfoot or a Loch Ness monster right Yes. Yeah. I'd say aliens, there's actually some more substantial evidence there, which makes it in turn more intriguing. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and get into mine. So, yes. What is um, and this, this was actually very hard for me to vote okay. on because a lot of these I, I am very interested in. Um, and we'll get into that more later. But, the most intriguing to me, and by intriguing, I'm leaning, I'm leaning more towards if this came out as true, I would just, my mind would be blown, and okay. I, I wouldn't trust anything, okay? Okay. Don't, oh, God. The reptilian <laughs> yeah, society. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if this came out that this was real, and we were, we were being controlled by a bunch of reptile aliens that can shapeshift and they're just running the whole show of the entire planet oh my i don't know what i would do i like i if somehow someone proved that i mean to me that is crazier than just about all of them combined see, see here's my thing with that i just feel like that is so absurd that that is just it's it, that's it's just that it's just so absurd it's just like saying i could say anything like that is what someone who is high on the most intense drugs in the world comes up with that we are run by reptiles from another planet that's like it's like the simulation idea which i it's super fascinating in its own right but that's just there's no backing whatsoever there can never really be any backing unless someone comes out as a reptile who knows listen <laughs> And, and to all the listeners, I'm going to throw this out there. This is just food for thought. Take it for what it's worth. I'm not going to be able to prove this. But I got another conspiracy for you. Oh, I think that's... the reason that Barzi is so ruthlessly defending this is because he's part of this reptilian oh, society. Okay. See, oh, oh, okay. this is, now this is perfect. So this is perfect because on a little – another thing of research I did, there are three – and this was in the Lewandowski – um, his journal. So there are three hallmarks to a false conspiracy. And the third one 
is evidence against the the conspiracy actually being evidence for it. So like me, I'm a human being. I'm as human as they come. So you're you're taking that and spinning the fact that because I am so human, that's got to mean that I'm a reptile. And, and what's, what did you say this guy's name is that wrote this research article? Um, Stephen or Stefan Lewandowski, I believe. So Mr. Lewandowski is also a part of the reptilian yeah. society. You're, he is. He is. Sick and in the it's head. The re- sick in the head. That's it. <laughs> That's Horrible, really it. isn't it? But it might be the truth. It just might be. Anything could be the truth. Any the the truth could be that you are sitting in front of a green screen, and on the other side of that green screen, I'm sitting, and we're pretending to be filming from completely different areas. But in reality, we're actually in the same room. That could be the truth, but it's not. It's just not. Yeah, I think you're twisting the facts, but <laughs> okay. But the I will say the the reptile society conspiracy even though it's so out there is like you said very intriguing just because of the fact that if that were to be the case then what that like then what what does that mean for you what does that i don't know (laughs) i honestly don't know what that means i like if tomorrow you know we find out that that's true First of all, I think they probably just kill us all because we found out. Um, but I don't know. I'd be pretty freaked out. I'd probably just hide in my room, not leave ever again, because uh, you don't know who's, you know, who's a reptile like yourself. And it, you know, that's why I find it intriguing because it's one of those that no one can really ever prove that it's false. It's stupid and crazy as it sounds no one can really ever prove it's false where so some of these like we talk about the mount rushmore chamber um conspiracy which i believe is that like behind lincoln's head or in his eye or something there's a tunnel that leads to a chamber of i mean there's tons of conspiracies behind it but like government secrets or documents or nuclear plant what something like that so so kind of like how the the vatican all the secrets of the world or whatever exactly so like that one if it came down to it that could be proven true or false right like if if someone was willing to do it that i don't i don't even know the person that is would be in control of mount rushmore have access to mount rushmore but there's that could be proven technically um even area 51 i mean i guess you can't prove what's happened in the past there but if you could prove if it's there or not and what it is there you're right and and, but what they're what they're hiding there right now um that could technically be proven so a lot of the stuff could technically be proven that's one of those where literally unless someone came out as a reptile can't really prove that they're wrong so that's that's why couldn't you just it's like Say uh, they say all the important people in the world are reptiles. So like, what if Donald Trump? You, he, you think he's a reptile? He, he dies of old age one day. You cut him open. He's not a reptile. Uh, can't you prove hey, it but that these way? These are supposed to be. They're shapeshifters. They're so powerful they can shapeshift. So they oh. could die as the, oh, in the form okay. of a human being. I mean, okay. screw your head on straight and get get with the program, Barzy. I'm just having. You know, I, I believe have, it. 
there is a reptilian. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. You know, and you were you were hovering right on the border for the last ten minutes. You what wanted Facebook to say it. you didn't want to go there. You, you, join it. Join the the Facebook group. I promise you, there is one because I actually joined another just general Facebook group about conspiracies, and that one had one hundred forty thousand people in it. So I promise you, you could look up the Reptilian Society right now, and there would be a bunch of sick minded individuals like yourself who believe it you know what and i'm gonna i'm gonna join that group and i'm gonna i'm gonna get on on board with what they're doing to uncover these reptilian beings and i'm coming for you no i, I know i know you're hiding and i and I, I you know i'm gonna get to the bottom of this i will you're not gonna get to the bottom of anything really Here, here's the thing so if in theory, I am a reptile, and I can shapeshift or whatnot, whatever you want to call it. I could, like you said, there's no way for you to prove it, because even if you did get to me and you try to figure it out, I can just shapeshift out of the situation or disappear off the face of the earth. And, and that's the thing. If I am a reptile and I, if I disappear within the next month or two, maybe that's the best evidence you'd have. But still, that's not, that's not evidence at all. We'll see. Uh, you know, after I get a, become a part of this group and and get the ins and outs of the program, just know, just know that I will be uh, I'll be delving deep into the life of Christian Barzi. <laughs> and honestly, at this point, you've intrigued me a lot. Where I feel like if both of us join this society, kind of tr try to figure out some ins and outs here, that could be some good content right there in any format, whatever we decide to do, that could be a nice little investigation we do, maybe a little side thing we do. Yeah. Not saying, not putting anything in set in stone, but now now you're giving me ideas. Now the mind is working a little bit. See, and to everyone listening, that's what happened. I pushed him a little on the issue, and that's like the second line of defense. You you know, you pulled up, oh, well, I'll look into it too, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, it's all just a big circle. And I don't know if we're ever going to get to the bottom of it, but I'm really, really picking up the hints right now, Barzi. And you, you're, you know, you're oh, a gator. Uh, you're what? a gator what? hiding in a human skin. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I am. What of it? What of it? If I am, you're in danger because now you've come at me, and now I'm going to tell all my buddies, my reptile buddies, that you're on our, you're on the trail. And you're screwed. So you better not hope I'm a reptile. That's all I got for you. And on that note, I, I really hope that the reptile society is not you are your most likely conspiracy when we break down our, our three. So I'll be interested to see if that is yours. And because of that, you want to get right into that segment right now? Let's do it. Okay. So how do you want to do this? You want to do back and forth? Okay. Back yeah, and let's forth. Go, let's like, go back and forth. Okay. Okay. So we will start out with the conspiracy that we think is there, like, there's no chance of it being plausible at all. And the one I chose is actually fairly recent and it's a little bit more under the radar. So with all this coronavirus stuff going on, there have been claims i guess you could say that a lot of these top hollywood celebrities are actually 
big time pedophiles involved in big time pedophile rings. And the two names that are of note would be Oprah and Tom Hanks, who are two of the most beloved people in Hollywood, basically. So the evidence behind the Tom Hanks one is that he was just happened to be in Australia and out of the country when the coronavirus hit and when there were just like the travel restrictions going on. And then he also just got Greek citizenship. And so the people are claiming that he did that so that he's not in the United States where he would be arrested and detained indefinitely. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that Tom Hanks is not a pedophile and he's actually as good hearted as he comes off as. OK, see, and I don't disagree with what you're saying there as far as those two. However, I am not. And I'm being completely serious and honest here. If it were to come out that there were some big names involved with that, and this is solely based off of, you know, Jeffrey Epstein yeah. and, and the fact that they've, you know, he is a proven pedophile and that he had an island that he was running this stuff out of. And obviously he had a lot of good friends in Hollywood and big names in politics. Um, so if it came out that, uh, you know, some of these people were involved with that specifically, that wouldn't shock me so much. No, so like, no, that obviously some of the big claims are, you know, Bill Clinton and um, I can't even think off the top of my head, some of the Hollywood Prince, names. Prince Andrew Prince is another Andrew. huge one. Yeah. And okay. Sorry, this little side rant here. No, that's to everyone, fine. To everyone out there who is like sold on this whole um bill clinton being you know part of this pedophile ring and being best friends with jeffrey epstein yada yada which again i'm not you know i'm not gonna deny that outright because it could be true like they were really good friends and there were um newspaper articles of sightings of bill clinton on that island and a lot of the people that have accused um Jeffrey Epstein have also come out and accused Bill Clinton. But a lot of these people are diehard Donald Trump supporters. <laughs> and he's just as good of friends with them. Everyone, yeah, yeah. Everyone absolutely ignores the fact that they were yeah. pretty much equally as good friends. Yeah. And a lot of people don't oh, know yeah. that the Clintons and the Trumps were actually really good friends before they went head to head in politics. They were at each other's weddings, you know at multiple parties together like if you're gonna if you're gonna die on a hill that bill clinton was a member of all this that hill better include donald trump because it was it's literally almost the same exact situation like the accusation uh -huh. accusations sorry are that bill clinton was a really good friend of his they were spotted multiple times together they were you know they took uh plane rides together vacations trips whatever and Donald Trump's done all of the same things. Yes. Literally all of them. So that's yeah. a little side rant there. But no, I, I love I'm gonna go off that. I love that you say that because my favorite people in the world on social media right now are the people who are like, you know what? Regardless of politics, I don't care who you are. If you're a pedophile, you're going down. I don't care who I support. Like, no shit. No one cares about politics in this. If you are a pedophile and all this evidence is stacked against you, yes, no shit. Any normal human being does not like 
knows that you deserve everything horrible to happen to you. Politics should not be a part of this in any way, shape, or form, and it's become a huge part of it. And like you said, with the Trumpers going after Clinton and the Democrats going after Trump, they're both involved, and there's a lot more people involved too. So yeah, that's that's what I got to say off of that. Exactly. Well, and what's funny about it is like the fact that A, they're willing to include Bill Clinton based on those things, and they're not willing to include um, Donald Trump. And then some of them also throw in the whole, you know, Bill Clinton had the affair with Monica Lewinsky, so he's obviously not a very, you know, morally upheld oh, person. Well, guess yeah, what? Yeah, Trump really yeah. is. <laughs> the, the other dude that you are just ignoring and then two Facebook posts later you're praising, you know, to the grave is on his third marriage and has about 17 sexual assault and rape yeah. allegations out there. So what, yeah. what are we talking about morals here? Anyways, yeah, that, that rants over. We need to get back to conspiracies, but yeah, okay. it's relevant, right? I mean, it's relevant, very relevant, correct. So, okay, what was your no yeah. chance of happening conspiracy? And this one, um, we've already talked about, but the flat earth conspiracy, I don't know if it's because it annoys me the most, okay, but it's the least believable for me because, again, what I talked about earlier, you talk about the biggest names in science, these people that have spent decades just becoming the most knowledgeable people alive in terms of, you know, astrophysics, biology, chemistry, um, and, you know, space and time. And you've got people like Elon Musk who are constantly taking videos of these rockets going to outer space and other people witnessing these rockets going to outer space. And then pictures being taken in outer space of the not flat Earth. And somehow you can just look that right in its eyes and say, nope, not true. I mean, that's like, you know, if I took a picture of my Nike shoes that I have over here and said, hey, everyone, I have a pair of Nike shoes. And then there were, you know, 500,000 people that said, no, you don't. You don't have them like that. That's that's the same factual basis behind it. It's literally just people saying not mm -hmm. true. Like mm -hmm. as true as it is, they just say not true. And then now it's developed into this entire, like, you know, you talked about the ice sheets that surround the flat earth and how the <laughs> pictures are fake and how, you know, X, Y, and Z, uh, the list goes on. But to uh, me, yeah. that's my least believable. And you and know I what, Easton? pisses me off the most. Yeah, you're, you're going to die. If you're going to die on the reptile hill, I'm going to die on the flat earth hill. Oh, There's sick. a 200 to 300 foot ice sheet. It is surrounding our earth. And hey, this podcast's over. I think, I think, I think this earth is flat. It's flat. What can I say? <laughs> That's all I got for you. you That's all I got. You, you can, you can stop this thing right I mean, now if you want to. You have serious issues. <laughs> Come right. on, man. Um, so, okay, moving on, moving up, we're going to go to what theory we think could actually be plausible. It probably didn't happen or maybe didn't happen, but there's some evidence behind it that could lend credence to it. So mine, okay. I'm going, 
a different I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go a different route with mine. So I think that the JFK assassination is plausible. And I don't necessarily think it's plausible because of some of the big theories out there. So one of the big theories is the uh the magic bullet theory. And they basically what it is is people believe that the bullet was supposed to come from in front of him, but JFK when he gets shot, lunges forward, like, and they say that's impossible. If a bullet's hitting him this way, he's not going to go towards the bullet. Well, there is a lot of evidence that actually proves that that could be the case. And the way the bullet hit him, it actually hit like a nerve ending and a part of his brain that would, it's almost like a defense mechanism that would make him do that. Um, so that has been, you know, just mm-hmm. disproved. But I will say, on the CIA side of things and all of the shady stuff that JFK was involved in with the CIA and a lot of, you know, Lyndon Johnson, who would eventually replace him, he did not have a good relationship with no. JFK. And the CIA obviously didn't have a great relationship with JFK. So if anything, I think there's a possibility that if you look into that, there could be some more red flags. But I'm not – I don't like believe in their magic bullet theory, and I don't even know if I believe in the CIA thing in general. But I think that would be more plausible than anything else that would be suggested. Yeah, and honestly right there, you may have saved a, a really bad Barzi rating that was to come because on that front, I, uh, I agree with you. And I was going back and forth between two of them to pick for this category, and that was actually one of them. Um, and to your point, I agree. Like some of that stuff is just phony and, you know, mm-hmm. people are trying to prove something that's not there. But, you know, if it were to come out that like the CIA or there's even uh, conspiracies out there that Fidel Castro was yeah. involved with it, like is in terms of the involvement by other groups that maybe wanted yeah. him dead. Again, I don't I don't necessarily believe it, but I wouldn't put it past those groups you know so yeah to that point like i can buy into some of those conspiracies conspiracies in terms of like again groups not liking the guy and maybe they did something or had a shooter placed out there to you know take him out and basically cover their own end Mm -hmm. um so yeah i can again agree with you there um but i'm gonna go with mine tupac still being alive Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And Let's hear the evidence. So the evidence, um, there's actually, there's a mound of evidence. And again, I know a lot of things can be construed here, but starting with the autopsy, there was a lot of stuff messed up with this autopsy. I believe he weighed, it was either 20 or 40 pounds more than he supposedly weighed. The autopsy of the body weighed 20 to 40 pounds more than he supposedly weighed um, when he was alive, I guess. Mm-hmm. So there's that end. There's the end of a, a bunch of people posting pictures from uh, where, what's the, I'm blanking on the island he supposedly is on. It just think of it. Like it's in one the Dominican of the, down there or? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of the okay. Caribbean islands. Caribbean um, island, yeah. And you know, a lot of those pictures, believe it or not, and I know that people can, you know, tinker with Photoshop, but they look a ton like him. And when you get into this whole, um, you know, who killed him, why they wanted him dead, 
um, what they were potentially trying to get out of it. Like a lot of it's pretty shady. I went down a whole list of articles and Twitter posts about this. And again, if you ask me right now, do you think Tupac's still alive? I would probably say no, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was. So that's, that's kind of my middle ground. I could see it being true, but I don't fully believe it. Okay. Okay. I I can respect that one. And I feel like you get that conspiracy with a lot of these really famous people that died young. Elvis is another huge one. And there's also evidence for that where it's whether or not it's like the autopsy got messed with or, you know, the no one actually saw his dead body or the body in the uh, the one for Elvis is that the body that was at the funeral was actually like a wax figure or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it, a lot of famous people who die young have that conspiracy surrounding them. And, you know, right. it's, it's super interesting. Well, and the other thing is there's that whole, uh, I guess it's kind of a conspiracy in itself, but this idea that these people who become like so famous and so, fa- so powerful, basically, I guess, faking their death, yeah, has that ever like, actually I, happened? I no clue, but and <laughs> yeah. basically in order to achieve a higher status in society, right? So like mm-hmm. and this this part of it is true and we can see this is evident in terms of if you look at the music industry, you know, when a famous artist um passes away, their sales and albums just go through the roof. Yeah. So I mean that's to me, that that would be a reasonable thing to say, like he's yeah. trying to achieve this basically immortal status um, that can only be done through, I guess, you know, having this. I died early from, you know, be, with Tupac, you know, being involved in gang violence. And that mm-hmm. was a part of his music, a part of his culture and, yeah. you know, what really got him big. So, uh, yeah, that one, again, kind of the middle ground, but I can buy into it. Okay. And to close out the episode on our final part of this segment, the conspiracy that we think is most likely. So the one I chose for this, it actually is, once again, a more low-key conspiracy, but it's definitely been one that's been decently popular. So the one I'm going with is the Coca-Cola conspiracy of the 1980s. So what happened here was that back in the 80s, Coca-Cola wanted to find a way to make production of the product much cheaper. And while they couldn't do this without, you know, changing it and making it obvious that the flavor was changed. So what they did was, and this actually happened in the 1980s, they ran a new Coke campaign where they essentially changed the flavor of Coke. And it was a complete failure. Everyone hated the flavor change and just financially it wrecked them. But People believe that they did this so that they could change. So what they were doing was in the original Coke product, they used sugar. They wanted to change it to corn syrup because corn syrup is much more, it's inexpensive compared to sugar. So what they did was they did this new Coke campaign to make people forget what the original flavor was. And then they were like, oh, oh, okay, we'll bring the original flavor back. But instead they brought it back with corn syrup instead of actual sugar. So this, in turn, was much cheaper to produce Coke as a product in general. I could buy into that one, and it's it's widely known as like a really shady business practice, and they've denied it, 
but a lot of people and a lot of like higher up people believe that this could have actually happened. Yeah. So that's the one I'm backing. Respectable. Respectable. Um, the one I went with, actually, I'm going to briefly touch on, I'm going to give you two. One of them I'm just going to briefly touch on. Okay. And that being Area 51. Okay. Uh, and so the reason I'm saying this is, and I forget the guy's name, but there, there's a guy, he's been on a couple big podcasts, and he actually has an entire documentary out about him. Uh, Bob Lazar, I think is his yeah. name. And yeah. he, so he worked at the, actually, I don't know if it was the Area 51 site or a site that was similar out in the Nevada desert, um, and basically made these claims that they had things that were otherworldly in there that he was one of the scientists testing on. And, you know, it's easy to make those claims, yes, and you can say, okay, he's just this guy, you know, looking for fame. But the insane amount of detail and consistency with how he tells them so, like, they haven't yet to find any inconsistencies with his, I guess you could say, stories or what mm -hmm. he's been saying. The other thing that is, I guess, most troubling to me and makes me buy into it more is how much the government went out of their way to basically try and erase him as a person. So they erased, he worked at a, uh, at a laboratory in New Mexico prior to um, going to Area 51 or whatever the site was out there that was similar to it. And they basically erased that he had ever worked there. Um, the school he attended, they like revoked his degrees or basically, again, made it seem like he never went to school there. Mm -hmm. And he has proof and people that are willing to speak up for him that say, yes, he, he did in fact, you know, work at this place and go to school here. So the extent that the, I guess, you could say government or people involved with area 51, the extent to which they went to try and erase him as a human being and basically make him irrelevant is to me, seriously troubling. So yeah. Yeah. Just a, a quick one there that I, yeah, I would say, I believe, like I believe that he worked at area 51 and saw some crazy things that were otherworldly and, uh -huh. you know, he, kind of tooted the horn and once he did they did everything they could to shut him up and silence him which to me is a sign of trying to you know hide something right like if he was just saying crazy madness they would do something to show that he's just bizarre but instead you know they tried to hide this stuff so that's that's my first one there you can touch All on right. it after um the second one and this one it's listed as a conspiracy, but I think there's this one's literally probably the most provable you could find, and it's Big Pharma. And the conspiracy is, uh, is that Big yeah. Pharma basically develops drugs that either A, make people more sick or um, lowers their immunity to other things so that they have to come back and buy drugs, or they prescribe, you know, painkillers, etc., to get people hooked so that they continue to purchase those drugs. Um, and it's, you know, basically the, the logic behind it is they're doing this to continue to make an absurd amount of profit and using, you know, making, developing drugs that maybe do help with something, but also hurt in other ways in terms of addiction or um, increasing your chances of coming down with another illness. If you take 
uh, whatever prescription. So to me, that one's like, it is listed as a conspiracy, but that I absolutely believe that one. I think there's a mountain of evidence to see that they have a lot of faulty practices. And one of those that has pretty much been proved is getting people addicted to their, to their pills in order okay. to, to keep them coming back and, and buying those. So that to me is the most believable one. And again, I listed two because some people wouldn't even consider that a conspiracy because it's, mm-hmm. there's so much evidence behind it that, again so thoughts okay so regarding i completely agree with you in regards to the big pharma one in the fact that yeah you could argue that that's not even a conspiracy it's just a very 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 shady business practice that goes on in across the country in a lot of different i guess industries um as for the area 51 one i can I, you know, I agree whether it's aliens, whatever it is, there is a lot of very, very highly advanced technology, I think, in Area 51, or maybe not even Area 51, but somewhere in this country where the government develops things that the public doesn't know about, they are developing technology that is very advanced, way ahead of its time. Because if you think about it, 70, 80 years ago, there were there was technology that the Germans were coming up with, or even the U.S. that was just very advanced for that time. And to think we haven't really come that far since then, even though we have in a lot of ways, like to think the things we have now, the minds we have now, the technology we do have now that could create ideas that we can't even comprehend, just for that alone, I think that the government is hiding things that, yeah, we would just be shocked if we knew it existed. Yeah. And I would highly encourage everyone out there to check out that uh, Bob Lazar. He has the documentary. Um, he's also been on a lot of big podcasts and shows. Uh, again, it's just worth checking out because it's some interesting stuff. And you're right. You know, you could easily find holes in there that, you know, you can say how much can he really prove that. Um, but still, intriguing and interesting. Um, leave it at that. And the final thing I'll yep. close this episode on for me is back in the 1960s, for, and this is for anyone who wants to discredit any conspiracy, or no matter how ridiculous it is, back in the 1960s, the, and this is proven fact. This is in documents that were released. Um, the U.S. government wanted to stage an attack on U.S. soldiers in Cuba so that basically JFK would have an excuse to go in there and whatever, take over the country and kill Fidel Castro. And JFK shot down. He said, no, I'm not going to allow our soldiers to die solely so we can make a message or send a message. Um, And that is 100% proven. The CIA wanted to do it, and JFK would not allow it to happen. So just remember that there are things in this world that, as crazy as they may seem, there's a lot of bad people out there and a lot of people who are willing to do crazy things. So yeah. that's what I'm going to leave it at. Well, and I think to your point, there's been a lot of so-called conspiracies that have actually come out as true, such as that mm-hmm. one. And I think, honestly, you know, it being my 
I guess, field of study and undergraduate, there's a lot of conspiracies within politics that have come out to be true. So that's, a, you know, a certain area where you can look to and say a lot of people basically said, you know, that's bogus, that's not true. And then decades down the line, it comes out that it actually was true, you know. And again, to your point, a lot of bad, faulty actors that mm-hmm. make those possible. And so usually they're not good conspiracies, but, you know, there's other ones too. Pop culture, you can look at a few. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, so now we've gotten to that point in the episode where oh, I'm, on, I no. must give the Barbie rating. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I am nervous this time around. First so, time. For just a quick analysis, I'm not going to let you ended that episode well. Um, your last two, your last two picks, they were good picks. You had some good takes on what I had to say as well. So you ended on a high note, but I'm not <laughs> gonna let that poison my mind with some of the some of the nonsense you threw out early in the episode. I mean, you are a reptile. I know it for a fact. Oh man, you're a flat earther now, which is the yeah, declare self-declared. Really pisses me off the most. <laughs> and I mean, I'd have to rewind the tape to remember some of the other madness you threw in there. Today, Barzy, we're giving it a 50-50 as far as how much of the episode you were good, how much you were not good. The not good is outweighing the good a little <sighs> bit. I'm going... Oh, okay. Okay. You know, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. This is my lowest rating yet. Um, So I felt a little leeway there. I've had some good performances. So this time around, I could go out, take some risks, risks that didn't pay off in the scorebook. Um, But, you know, ultimately, uh, yeah, ultimately, I'm content with that rating. I am. Okay. So we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we will. Um. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. This will be on all the platforms that it was this past week. Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. Um, Look for more clips to be posted to the Twitter. Hope you guys are enjoying those. We've gotten some good feedback. So tune in next week for another great episode. We'll see what we delve into then. And uh, Barzi's a reptile. So we'll see you guys later. You're sick in the head.